To wait, it means to stay where one is or delay action until a particular time or until something else happens. It also means it's used to indicate that one is eagerly impatient to do something or for something to happen. The Word of God says in Isaiah 40, 31, But those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and they shall not faint. You know, none of us like to wait for anything for very long. In this fast-paced society that we all live in, we've all become accustomed to, patience is not usually our strong point. You know, I can remember a time that we lived without cell phones, without instant messaging, without texting or emails, and we, we survived. We made it. We didn't die. There was a time when if we wanted to call home for something while we were out, we'd have to stop at a payphone, or we would just wait until we got home. Sometimes it's okay to let things wait. I think we've carried this inability to wait into our relationship with the Lord. We want microwaved right now answers. But God in most situations does not work that way. Now, of course, there are situations where you may have an emergency and you cry out to God and he's right there for you with an answer. Of course, that definitely does happen from time to time. But I'm talking specifically about our everyday lives, our everyday situations that we must deal with. Situations that we all have to learn to hear from God and get his direction and navigate through. The Bible says in Psalms 25, 5, Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. On you I wait all the day. You know, I'll be the first to tell you that my biggest pet peeve is waiting for somebody. I can't stand waiting for people. But, you know, I'll use my wife as, as an example here. She won't mind, I promise. Um, there have been occasions where I've had to wait for her either to pick me up from home or maybe pick me up from work. And I'll call her to see where she's at, make sure she's coming, make sure she didn't forget me like sometimes I'm sure she'd like to do. But uh, I'll just ask her how long it's going to be before she gets to me. And oftentimes she'll say, I'll be a few minutes. And how many of you know that a woman's few minutes and a man's few minutes are not always the same thing? I think sometimes she and I live in two different time zones. It can lead to becoming extremely frustrated, even though I know she's going to be there for me. I know that I can trust that she's coming to pick me up, that she won't abandon or leave me. And you know, it's the same thing with our Heavenly Father. He's always there for us. When we call out for Him, He will answer. Sometimes we just have to learn to wait and learn to listen for His, His voice. The Word says in Micah 7.7, 7, Therefore, I will look to the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Or how about if you've ever ordered a package online, which a lot of us do nowadays. We know that it's definitely coming, but we can't wait for it to get to us. We track the status of the shipment every day in anticipation of its arrival. It's like Christmas time. We just can't wait for it to get here. Or in some cases, we can't wait for it to be over so our in-laws can go home. And I love my in-laws. Don't get mad. Don't send me any emails. I was just kidding about that, of course. But, you know, God gave me this specific word for this time that I'm going through in my life right now with my family and I. And he said to me as I was lying in bed one night, he said, it's in the wait. It's in the wait. And at first, I wasn't sure what that meant. But as I waited upon the Lord, it became very clear to me. And, you know, I love how God's been speaking to me over this last year or so. Sometimes it's with just a quick word or a, a sentence or just a couple of words that hit me in such a way that I'll have to jump up out of bed and write it down. And then I'll just start to meditate upon the words and wait upon him to reveal what he's wanting me to hear, what it is that he's wanting to tell me. Other times he'll give me a complete download and I'll write it down and I'll understand immediately what it is that he's wanting to share with me. 
And then there are the dreams or the visions that sometimes seem to make no sense at all. But as I've learned to wait upon the Lord, He's always been faithful to show me what it is He's trying to tell me or what it is He's trying to get me to see. Sometimes He'll share with us things that are personal, things that are just for us. And other times He wants to share with us so that we will share what God has given to us with others. God's Word says in Psalm 62, 5, My soul waits silently for God alone, for my expectation is from Him. So, you know, as I thought about this phrase, it's in the wait, I began to realize that what I was doing was the answer. I was looking for the answer while I was waiting for Him. The answers are in the wait. It was so simple once I saw it. You know, it's so easy to become frustrated when we feel like what we're praying for and believing for it isn't happening. We don't see anything happening. It can feel like we're waiting forever sometimes for a breakthrough. And there are many, many, many times where the answer seems that, you know, it's not coming. The breakthrough doesn't feel like it's coming as fast as it should be. And we must wait and we must wait and we must rest in the secure knowledge that he has heard us and that he won't leave us or forsake us. We have to learn to trust in his goodness and seek him with all of our being. The Bible says in Lamentations 3.25, The Lord is good to those who wait for Him, to the soul who seeks Him. We have to learn to wait and be patient. You know, maybe God has given you a vision, something that He showed you that you'd be doing with your life for Him. Maybe you've been waiting for your calling to come into reality. Is there something that you feel like God has called you to do that either has not begun to come to pass yet, or maybe... You know, like myself, you saw it begin to happen, and you backed away from it. You walked away from it. Now you're not sure if the calling is still even there for you. You're afraid that you've lost any hope of receiving any reward when you get to heaven. But let me assure you that if God has gifted you, if God has called you to do something for His kingdom, it remains there for you to do. In Romans 11, verse 29, the Word of God says, For the gifts and callings of God are irrevocable. He doesn't take those things away. So let's do as the word of the Lord says we're to do with the vision that he gives us. In Habakkuk 2, verses 2 and 3, it says, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come and it will not tarry. You know, God gave me a couple of examples here to use for this um, illustration, and I'm going to use one of these, okay? So let's say that you uh, belong to a sports team, and in the preseason training you were injured badly enough where you had to take yourself out for what looked like could be the entire season. At first, of course, you'd be pretty disappointed with that. How could you let yourself get injured and mess up your career? Maybe the injury was so severe, you know, that you couldn't see a clear way to get back to what you felt was your calling in life. First, you'd had to take the time to wait and rest your injury like the coach told you to do. But it wouldn't be long before you began to go through physical therapy, just like your coach encourages you to do. The coach believes in you, and he's cheering for you as you're obedient to his advice, to his instruction. And you work incredibly hard, and really you press in during this time of waiting, just like the coach says. You don't want to let him down. And finally, after all the working, all the pressing in and the waiting, you're ready to get back in the game. The problem is, it's the end of the season. And there's only one game left. It's the big game. It's the playoffs. It's the championship. 
But you show up at the field and it's the last quarter. And you're not sure if the coach will even allow you to play, but you find the courage and the strength to holler out, put me in coach, I'm ready for the fight. So the coach with a smile on his face that runs from ear to ear looks at you and says, I'm glad you made it son, I've been waiting for you. And he puts you in the game with just a few minutes left on the clock. You run the plays that you've been training so hard for and all the training and hard work that you put in during your time of waiting and working with your coach and pressing in is beginning to pay off. You work your defense, preventing the other team from breaking through the line and scoring. You work your offense and you score the final points that win the championship game. But now the thing is, you don't feel like you should get rewarded the same as the rest of your teammates. After all, they were there for every game. They worked hard all season. You don't deserve the same reward as they do, do you? But you know what, your coach sees things quite a bit differently than you do. Maybe you weren't there for the whole first part of the season. So you weren't there for every game. You weren't even there for all of this last game. You were late, but you fought through the pain, the heartache, and the disappointment. You did not accept defeat when you could have rolled over and just quit. No, you still showed up and you fulfilled your duty as a team player. You played the game with heart and with strength and you are worthy of an equal reward. You see, it's all about what you do in that season of waiting. You can roll over and quit, or you can learn to press in and believe our coach, our Father God, and wait with a purpose. Believe God that he has not forgotten you. He hasn't left you orphaned. The answers you are looking for are in the wait. Just as it says in, verse, in the verse that I opened with in Isaiah 40, 31, but those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and they shall not faint. Our coach, our father, our God promises to be your strength, your provision, your deliverance, your reawakened passion and fire, your reignited desire for your vision, your calling. It's in the wait. We may, we may not see the end of the thing, but it's in the wait. We may not have all the answers yet, but it's in the wait. Through the situation all around us, it tells us it looks like it's hopeless. But the truth is, it's in the wait. Psalms 130 verse 5 says, I wait for the Lord. My soul waits. And in his word, I do hope. The word says, wait upon the Lord. Be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Genesis 41 or 49, 18 says, I have waited for your salvation, O Lord. Wait for the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. And you know, if your season, while you've been waiting, if you see that others are being promoted or getting ahead of you, if you see others getting breakthrough or their prayers being answered and you're still in the wait, don't let that discourage you. Don't let the enemy use that to rob you of the blessing that God has for you on the other side of the wait. Use this time to be purposeful and seek the Lord with more fervency, with more intention to know Him. After all, that's what He's after. He wants us to seek Him and get to know Him. Jesus said in John 4.23 that the Father is seeking those who will worship Him in spirit and in truth. Not just to seek him to answer our prayers. He wants to do that. But he doesn't want to be treated like a genie in the bottle that you only take off the shelf when you need something. 
No, he wants a relationship with his children, you and me. And he wants us to rest in the waiting on the hope of his promises. God's word says in Romans 8, 25, but if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. And I'll end with this, James 5, 7. Therefore be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and the latter rain. I just want to encourage you, everything that you have need of, everything that you're looking for from the Father is in the wait. It's in the time of waiting, the time of refreshing with Him. So wait for it and look for it. It's coming. God bless. Thank you.